Morning Raiders family, Berkey here and welcome to the big one, the uh, qualifying final preview against the Storm in a little over eight and a half hours time guys, or eight hours time. Uh, so this is uh, a testament or um, a tribute to what we've done all year, the work we've put in to get these opportunities. It's why we finish in the top four guys that we win today, we're in a qualifying final and two weeks off to rest our bodies. It's gonna be an epic Titanic battle um, and it's going to be a tweak here or a tweak there that's going to get us over the line today, but we've got to be playing for 80 minutes, not 78 and a half, not 79 and a half, but 80. I know it's an old cliche, but today more than ever is where you have to play out the entire game. So look, let's get into the top 10. I've gone off script a little bit this week. I haven't really gone four, four things for the Storm that I think will happen and six things for us. I've tried to mix and match with uh, personal battles how the sides will play in certain parts of the field. So I hope you enjoy uh, a little bit different today. I think it's really important just to try and drill down on certain players. So the first one I want to start with is simple things are magnified. So I want to pair that back a bit. The simple things and how they're magnified are the 1%ers we've spoken about all year. Namely, your kick chase, uh, your defense out of marker, your line speed, um, uh, you're covering the inside of your mate, your communication, um, all those little things are magnified even more in finals. I don't expect either the Storm or the Raiders to change their game plans um, 180 degrees today. It just won't happen. But whichever side, and I stress this, I can't stress this enough, whichever side does the little 1% is better are going to get the chocolates. So look, our big, big um, uh, positives this year has been our defence, our straight line, and we don't panic under pressure other than a couple of times this year. So if we can maintain those simplistic things, the simple things, but today they're going to be magnified even more that we have to do them with absolute precise precision uh, and make sure that we are all in sync with everything we do around those one percenters. So the markers have got to be talking all the time. We've got to know where Smith is or Munster is for the kick on the fifth tackle. I'll cover that later on. we just got to know instinctively in our DNA that we've been practicing since November what's going to happen and those one percenters will get us over the line. Number two, I've gone for the Storm left edge versus our right edge. Storm left edge, Munster, Bromwich, Olam, Vunavalu versus Caesar, Bateman, Leilua, Rapana. Now, looking at that on paper, the Storm, from my opinion, are weak with Olam and Vunavalu with errors and decision-making in defence. What we've got to really, really try and do when the Storm want to go left in attack or our right, we have to get up fast on Bromwich and Munster and try and turn them back inside. If Munster goes out wide to Bromwich, uh, then we're going to have some dramas. But if we can get up and corral Munster back in, then that's going to be an absolute win for us early. If, Munster, if we can get Munster stepping off his left and off his left back into our ruck defence coming across, it's really going to stifle their left-hand edge. Kenny Bromwich loves running into holes wide off Munster's pass, or if Munster dummies, he's got Olam and Vunavalu out the back door. So if we can stifle their left-hand attack, it's really going to go a long way in us winning the game. I think Olam and Vunavalu are absolute weaknesses in defence and their defensive reads. If we can get Leilua and Bateman with a three-on-two or Leilua with a two-on-one, 
Uh, I think it's really going to go a long way for that edge to win that possible battle and particularly give us a lot of points. You think back to round 18 with the Rapana try, long ball from Hodjo to Bateman, he missed out Caesar. Um, Shans came out the back, BJ ran a beautiful dummy decoy back in towards the post, Olam fell for it, CNK out the back, Rapana in the corner. That's the sort of mix up we got to do. We got to get quick line speed and get these guys back on their heels where we force them to make a decision quickly, and then we've got some options out the back. I'll come to CNK later on. I think his role today as a ball-playing fullback is going to be critical for our chances, but I'll cover that later on. But I really think our right edge in attack and defence can really cause Melbourne some problems if we're in sync together. We have no brain explosions, no stupid penalties, and we really have some intense line speed, particularly on Munster and Bromwich early. Number three, I've gone the benches. I think this battle alone uh, is really going to change the momentum of the game. We know after 2025, the Storm are going to replace Asafa Solomona. They're going to replace Bromwich. They're going to possibly replace Finucane. We're going to either dump or not dump. They're going to replace Papali, either Louis or Sia. I really, really hope that Louis starts and Sia comes off the bench. But the bench rotation, looking at both benches, I think we have the edge in bench passion and bench momentum if we can get them on early and they really take the game up to the Storm. The major way I've got with the Storm is Brandon Smith, who's a terrier bulldog and really, once again, lifts the rest of the side around him with the way that he plays. His passion with the run out of dummy half. He's just a bulldog dragging three or four defenders with him. The likes of Corey Horsberg and Sia, um, uh, um, Ryan Sutton and Bailey when he gets on he may not get on till late so the likes of Sutton, Horsberg and particularly Sia when he comes on really has to garnish the team and take us forward with big runs big defence offloads offloads with Corey coming off that bench the Storm really don't have a lot of offload merchants in their side other than uh, uh, Bromwich and Solomona but they're going to be off the field so I think the benches today, if we can win that battle when those guys sub on and sub off, once again, will go a long way to getting us the chocolates. Number four, I've gone Jack versus Munster. Now, very similar types of players. They both love running the ball. They both love, love running the ball and then um, left, and then they left foot step comes back in behind the ruck. So they really like to square the defence up. What I mean by that is squaring the defence up. Instead of the running that way and just sliding the defence across, they actually go back in towards the middle and force left edge um, and, and the defender in the middle to come across and make those tackles. So when they're coming in to make tackling jack, there's space there and there's space there. So they really like to um, play straight. And I think today they're both going to be running in those types of directions to really try and ask the defence a lot of questions. They're both left foot kickers. So once again, you'll see Munster kicking predominantly to um, Jordan's wing and Jack predominantly kicking to the likes of uh, Addo Carr's wing. So once again, we've really got to make sure that Jack gets those balls on the ground, not on the full to those guys, so they get easy yards. But this duel between these two is going to be absolutely critical. They probably won't come up against each other a great deal other than a scrum base. Um, but Jack's prime for it, I think. He's really gone to another level. Munster is an established and very, very good 5'8 now and run a lot of the Melbourne Storm plays on that left edge, as I spoke about earlier. <coughs> Number five, unpredictability. Now, it is a semi-final, but what the Storm try and do mentally 
is drag you into their style of play. So they really like to slow the play, the ball down, grappling in tackles, the wrestle. We've heard it all before. I think the way to combat this from our perspective, let them do their own game. We don't get sucked into it. We've got to be a little bit unpredictable. I mean, offloads, shifting the ball to the edges early, a kick or there on the second or third tackle, just to turn them around, keep them guessing about what's going to happen. Second man plays, inside runners, um, face balls, dummies. The Storm do not take very kindly to sides that do not play a very systemised type of game. If we can be a little bit unpredictable, but reserved unpredictable, so not flamboyant, Hail Mary types of plays. If we can be unpredictable with a couple of things, um, some cheeky chip kicks, that sort of thing, uh, if it's on, then it's really going to cause the Melbourne Storm to be a little bit nervy, break their line, break their concentration, and maybe get some errors. I think this is a day where we can be a little bit unpredictable. It's a semi-final. We've got a second bite of the cherry. I'd rather win big than lose small. So I think we've just got to chance our arm. We've got the players to do it and the attacking prowess to do it. We've just got to have that belief that we can do it. Number six, I've gone for the Storm 1-2 punch. Storm 1-2 punch, Bromwich, Asafa Solomona. Asafa Solomona, Bromwich. They're their two big guys coming out of their end. You will probably find that probably the first two or three sets, Melbourne will just take six, uh, five rucks either way. One left, one right, one left, one right. I'm watching behind me the 2016 uh, final in Melbourne, and it's a big play they have. Coming out of their end early in the tackle count, they'll go left with a forward, right with a forward, left with a forward, right with a forward. They very, very rarely spread it to their edges. So but their big two front rowers are going to be their main two go-to men. I've said it a million times again, and I'll say it a million times before and again. Um, Nine times out of 10, close to the line with Melbourne in attack, Cameron Smith will hit Jesse Bromwich with a short, short ball or a Sofa Solomona with a short ball to get the try. So our, once again, the little simple things, our line speed has to be right up in Smith's face and we've really got to be in the line with him so he doesn't have time to put a player into a hole. Um, so we just got to learn to do that and make sure that happens. Otherwise, we're going to be a little bit... Um, uh, we're going to be a little bit lost in relation to getting up in his face and letting him dictate the play to us. We can't afford to let him dictate the play to us, guys. Otherwise, once again, we're going to be dragged into their type of game. Number seven, I've gone Papa with the target. I think the Storm are really going to try to intimidate Josh Papali, um, Hodjo. They're really going to try and aim in and muscle in on our two biggest forwards we've got from a gain from a yardage perspective, as well as a dummy half perspective. So I think Papa's really going to have a target on today. So we need to dilute the opportunity for the Storm to get at him by playing unpredictable. So out the back to maybe Elliot, John Bateman coming in for runs around the ruck with his line speed and leg speed to get the Melbourne Storm backpedalling, maybe then hit Papa on the third run, something like that, just to mix it up. The Storm are very good at intimidating, and I think they're going to have Josh Papali in their sights as our forward leader early on, really trying to make a statement and smash him out of the game. Hodjo and Smith, number eight, um, pretty much know what they're going to do. I think today Hodjo's kicking game is critical, absolutely critical, out of dummy half. Smith and Munster are their main kickers, both left-footers. Caesar and Jack are our kickers, both left-footers. Hodjo with his kick out of dummy half, once again, unpredictable. Could be a second or third tackle, 40-20. If we can have him kicking early, it's really going to take the, the, uh, the, the thought process off the storm. Should they go and rush Jack 
and Hodjo gets in behind. Should they stand back on Hodjo, see if he's going to kick? Hodjo throws it back to Jack or Aiden, gives them more time to kick. So our three kickers to their two, once again, will have a really big bearing on field position for us. If Hodjo can get it into the corners on the back, on the bounce, turning Vunavalu or Addo Carr around and our stream up heavy defence and block him into a corner, um, it's going to be really a really, really big win for us. Hodjo just needs to run. He needs to have that support with him. Like he's done beautifully all year, uh, but we've got to give him options and opportunities and win that ruck. I say it every week, we've got to win that ruck as much as possible. Against the Storm, it's very difficult because they're wrestling tactics and grapple. So we've just got to make sure that we win that ruck as much as we can for Hodjo. Smith, when he starts to run, he'll scoop up and he'll shoot to the edges. He will not go down the middle. He'll shoot to the edges, trying to bring in an Elliot trying to bring in a Bateman, trying to catch out a lazy Corey Horsberg or a lazy Ryan Sutton um, and then look for a runner coming straight. That's where Smith's main role is going to be today, trying to attack those edges of our, of, of our defence um, with his speed men, your Jerome Hughes, your Pappenhausens and so on. So we've just got to make sure we got uh, a good marker chase on Smith and really take his time management off him. Number nine, I've gone for Nickel Clockstad and Pappenhausen now. Um, Pappenhausen's on a ball-playing fullback. He's nothing more than a running fullback. That's a bonus. Shans is a runner and a great uh, a great meter yardage, but I think today he's got to really be playing his ball playing even more so. If he can add that dimension to his game over Pappenhausen, I don't think Pappenhausen will pass the ball much at all unless he's in open space. Where what I liked about Shans against Melbourne, he was ball playing, particularly that try with particularly that try with Frapana, if he's doing those types of things as well as his, as well as his run meters, um, it just adds a beautiful dimension to our attacking options, particularly on the right edge where he can really feed off Johnny Bateman or a Lua offload to throw the final pass to, um, to Jordan. So I'm really liking this matchup actually, guys. Pappenhausen early will be sniffing around the edges, um, trying to catch... Jared coming in quickly or Leilua coming in quickly to get an extra man. Late in the halves, Pappenhaus will be sniffing around the ruck. So we'll be looking for an inside ball from Cameron Smith, an inside ball from Cameron Munster. As I said earlier, if we can have Munster stepping off his left foot, left foot back into the middle, that's a win. But we've got to watch Pappenhaus and also coming through the middle in support. Very quick off his feet, very quick over the 10 metres. So we can't have a staggered defence. Our defence, except for last week, has been really rock solid with our straight line. That's what we've got to do with Pappenhausen and frustrate him uh, and make the storm waste tackles. Shans, on the other hand, can float. If he can get Olam and Vunavalu to come in quickly on him, it's going to give us opportunities either side of the ruck, inside, outside, and so on. I think it's a great matchup for us, this one, and I think it's one we can really win and use Shans in that type of role as well as his meaty yardage out of the, out of the, um, out of the ruck area with those really beautiful runs he takes early. And number 10, guys, I've just gone belief. Um, as, as I said at the start, simple things are magnified. Belief is nothing more than attitude in your heart about everyone being in sync. You've got your mate covered. Uh, and if we had that belief like we did three weeks ago, 18 nil, if we can have Melbourne thinking if they're whatever they are up, whether it's six points up, um, unlikely or whatever, if Melbourne are up, they're nowhere going to be coming for them. That 18-0 was a really, really big mental barrier for us to know that with the best side of the competition at home, we're never beaten because we have belief. 
Raiders. Oh, Raiders fam, that is it for my top 10 preview of this big game. I cannot wait for it now. Um, it's, as I said, I think we're going to have the passion there. We're going to have some great support there, not only at the ground, but glued to the tellies, guys. So, guys, I'm looking forward to it. As always, I love your support on my Facebook page. Uh, subscribe to my Berkey's Top 10 YouTube channel. All your podcasts are up and running, so if you get a chance on the way to the game, don't have a listen. It's on your big Spotify, your Apple, your Google, guys. And as always, this is Berkey, Bleed Green, out.